Braymakers is here, the podcast that dives deep into the world of slalom with Rossi and Trent. What's it mean to be light on the line? Listen and find out as the guys chat through an often disputed theory. Just like almost everything else in slalom, there's this this grand sort of conflicting ideal of, of you know, how do I be light on the line? Everyone tells me to be light on the line, be light on the line, but you, I mean... I also need to, you know, I'm also carrying mass amounts of angle. I'm trying to get across the course as quickly as possible. I just watched a, a video of Robert Pagosi, and now you're telling me to be light on the line. I mean, that guy looks like he's trying to break the pylon. So what? That, I think there's like, I think there's like, and again, like everything else, there's like some confusion around it. And am I supposed to be light? Am I supposed to be powerful? Can I be powerful while being light? Da, 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 and around we go. Uh, and this this one's important to me because it it's you know it's not, I need to I like I I separate what's going on in my brain from the way I coach because you know that those you know the way you think about things and the way things actually happen don't always line up. So um, I mean I, I've I've you know driven for you hundreds of times, and I often you know whether you're at 39 Rossi or whether you're at 32, I mean, you don't really feel much heavier. You don't feel like, you know, there's a whole bunch going on back there, but when I watch you, you look powerful. So what, let's, let's tackle this. Like, what is this? You know, like, you know, how, do we try to be light or is light kind of the result of doing other things correctly round and round we go. So you uh, like get, get us started. What, what, what is that? Like, you know, when someone tells you, you know, you're coaching, they tell you they, they want to feel lighter on the line. Like what, where do you start with this whole thing? How do you explain it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, first off, great topic. Uh, you know, it's 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 something that I, I will say, number one, it's my most frequently asked question to my driver. You know, I, I'll, I'll run a pass. <sighs> I get to the end. I sit down. I know how I performed on that pass. I know the feelings that I had. And then the first thing that I do is go to the driver. Uh, you know, like I skewed at Mike Parsons uh, yesterday or day before and you know, I, I had a really nice pass and, and I just I, I sat in the water and I go, hey, Mike, was I heavy? How did I feel like was I was I hammering you out of the buoy? Because the thing is, from my perspective, before I even answer that, from my perspective, uh, you know, as a skier evaluating that pass and going down that thought process, I felt a lot of power out of the buoys. And um, mm-hmm. there, there's then there's a good feeling in that, you know, there's a really good feeling in that. And then Mike says, oh, no, man, you feel super light. And so that's how I judge like, okay, okay, things are going really well. Because there's other times where I hammer a pass, not hammer a pass, like like I'm trying to kill it or anything. But, you know, you, you run a sweet pass. And then you ask the boat driver like, hey, was I heavy? Oh, yeah, dude, you were just you were just heavy <laughs> everywhere. And you go, oh, crap, that's. That's not where I'm trying to go with this. Like I, I want, I want that first, that first scenario where I feel really aggressive, really strong out of the buoy, lots of angle, um, you know, and, and building into the wake and then have the, have the driver tell me, oh, you feel great. You I mean, I feel you a little bit out of the buoy and then it progressively gets stronger into the wakes. And then I, I feel you on the extension all the way out to your apex. I know exactly where you are everywhere. That's the ideal scenario. So what we're going to, yeah. you know, what we need to do is kind of try to figure out what is that. Um, but I think most importantly is have a very good conversation with your, with your boat driver, because this is not a, I mean, and that's the same thing. Like I've heard um, like Pagosi, I mean, you, you look at that and you go, holy cow. And then I get that question yeah. all the time. They're like, how can you be so strong? 
And I go, it has nothing to do with that. Like I am not actually being yeah. strong there. I'm fast and light. So what is it? Fast what is and it? light. Yeah. Yeah. What is <laughs> it that, but, but I'm not, but I'm not light in my perception. So that's where I think you have to have yeah. that checks and balances built into your, built into your training because uh, like I said, there's so many different scenarios and, and they can feel very similar, but with very different results. So yeah. I want to feel so, powerful. Okay. But- so let's, let's go through this then. Yeah. yeah. So what, 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 what factors, okay. There's a few factors that, that can make, make you feel light on the line. Like, so let's start, let, we'll start with the skier's perspective and then, you know, and then, you know, we'll, we'll kind of lend itself to what your driver is feeling because that is incredibly important too. If you're, you know, especially if you're hoping for expecting a good pull, you know, mm-hmm. the least you can exactly. do is, is give your guy a chance. So I, I think the first thing that, that's, that's going to allow you to feel lighter and this one's probably obvious, but, but it's, it's having proper alignment, having proper stack, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're in a position where you are using your entire body, you know, in a straight line, you, you're, it, it, the, the load is going to feel lighter. So, it, you know, it's not going to be lighter at this point. But it's going to feel lighter, uh, you know, and you can just liken it to, you know, the easiest part of the deadlift, you know, other than the bottom <laughs> is the very, very top. Right. Or, or you know, a 50 pound suitcase in each hand. You're, if you, you know, if you're not if you slouch, bend over, crouch, hunch, it's going to feel a heck of a lot higher, a heck of a lot heavier. Sorry, than if you had, you know, perfect structural alignment. Um, so right there, one, it's it's going to feel lighter if you have proper stack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I think then the next obvious one, and then, you know, then we'll kind of explore how to get there is, you know, the, the faster you're going, you know, obviously in relation to the boat, the lighter the load is going to be, you know, so stack is going to make it feel lighter. Speed is going to make it lighter, you know, and, and again, you're going to slow this, you know, or, or just exaggerate this. I mean, if you were, you know, if you were doing a, a, you're, if you're going to do a dock start and the boat got up to 35 miles an hour before the line got tight, that's going to be a heck of a lot of load. If, you know, if the boat only got up to 12 mile an hour as you were jumping off the dock and da, 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 it's, it's obviously, you know, the, the closer your speed to the boat speed at any given time, the, the lighter the load is going to be. Um, but I don't want to feel fast, so, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's next week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, that, it's dude, just, thank you. That's just, next week. Yeah. Speed, like a, a perception versus reality. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. So the faster you're going, the lighter it is going to be. So <clears throat> do you, and, and like, like a few years ago, or not a few years ago, like 10 years ago, when, you know, when I was skiing a lot with, with Will Asher, we had this conversation and, and, you know, ideals always change, but, but I mean, he absolutely said, hell no, I am not trying to be light on the line. And then again, that's, you know, there's some perception, there's some reality. And maybe that was, you know, British, you know, piss and vinegar, if you will. But I mean, right. no, I'm not trying to go light. I'm not trying to go light at all. Um, are, are you, are you like, is that, is that one of your thoughts? So are you trying to be light out there? You know, I, no, no. I think there are places where you want to be lighter than other places, you know? So I think, I think, um, most commonly when you're working, when I'm working with, uh, with students or, you know, or friends or, or whatever that are maybe not running quite as many buoys as, as you and I are, what, what you typically find is that the, the, the brain wants to do all of the work in the turn. 
And then you can you yeah. can see that you and I, you know, if you if you boil down a lot of what we've been talking about over this season of uh, spray makers, you know, is is that it, ideally what we really want is to be doing that, getting that work behind the boat. Right. So I think that yeah. people's perception of, you know, I got to be strong. I got to get angle. I've got it is to, to stomp at the apex, you know, to shed a lot of speed, but to get a lot of angle, then to then to feel all of that load. And then try to work from a high load position. And I think that that's like yeah. a huge, huge thing in my mind as far as the difference being where, you know, when I watch you ski, I mean, I watch a guy where, you know, summing up what I see when, when you're skiing, I see a guy who has the most, I mean, you're just so patient and, and predictable through the turn and then so powerful behind the boat. And and no matter if, when I see you at 32 off or I see you at 41 off, that's the same picture all the time. Um, and, and I think that that's kind of where we're, where, where we're going with, with skiing is that you, you, there are times, I guess, back to your question, do you feel like, well, I can tell you that when I'm really, really skiing well at the apex of my turn to where my hand comes on the handle, my feet do feel fairly light and free. I don't know yeah. if that's if that's a good way to answer your question, but no, yeah, I, for sure. You know, whereas when I'm not skiing well, when I'm in a slump, when I am frustrated, you know, that I'm you know banging my head against the wall a little bit, I would say I just start feeling a lot heavier in my feet. I guess I mean an easy way to think about it is like cement block feet. You know what I mean? Like they, I'm just always pressing, fighting pushing, moving around, you know, it's just, you lose that, that beauty of the, of the sport and you get into this hammer town and, and, and most of it, I think, you, you know, you nailed it on the opener. Like, what is it that we're trying to do? We, we need to be, we need to be able to ski on a better line, uh, at a higher rate of speed, you know, and, and yeah. those things go together. They go, they go together sure. big time. So, I mean, how about, how about you on that answer? Like, yeah, where, that's, where that's how, yeah, that's how I answer that question. It's similar, you know, and, and when I get asked that, and I'll tell people, you you know, at at the at the start of the season, I mean, I I can't I can't go easy. I've got to go hard, you know, and, until my timing gets really 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 good in terms of you know, and I, of course, like leave it to me. I'm gonna go back to the gate, but but you know, it, when I'm running, you know, really high fast lines on that turn in you know when i'm turning in at 34.1 mile an hour or 35.9 mile an hour if i you know when i'm when i'm skiing faster um when i'm running those lines really high fast lines then like really i, I am you know like the last thought on on the gate turn in is like you know i have this idea of like just stay invisible to the boat don't do anything don't do anything but but <clears throat> I have to be skiing really, really, really well for, for that thought process to take over. And, and, and again, I, meaning I have, to, my timing has to be really, really good, you know, but, but I do get there though, where even, you know, I, I try and limit my lean angle. I, you know, I, I, I try and just stay as over my ski as possible, as over my feet as possible. But that's, you know, that's dependent upon again, timing, speed and timing. If I'm, if I set up a line where, I know that I'm going to be able to continue to move forward over the front of my ski or over my feet, you know, in, in kind of a, an acceleration move and that I'm going to get all the way through and have perfect alignment as the boat's getting ahead of me and, and, and picking me up, you know, nice and evenly. Then I, I do, I try to do absolutely nothing 
but again, that's that goes back to the intro. That's really more a result than 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 an objective, you know. And and that's where you have to be careful. It, you know, it, it, with my skiing, it's the same. Start of the season. If I just try and go easy, nothing happens. I don't go anywhere, you, you know, because I, I'm chasing a little bit. If it, the, the the more you're chasing the boat, the more the the boat is engaging you before you have that perfect alignment or that you know all your angles set or or that perfect connection or your hips to the handle or however however you want to say it. You know, the if you're having to chase that position at all, or the more you're having to chase that position or force that position, the harder you have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's you know it, really it's it's very rare that I'll tell someone as a coach to go easier only if everything else is falling in line, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, often you'll see people be too additive behind the boat They're, you know, they're used to feeling, you know, X amount of pressure. So when they have this perfect balance and that pressure isn't as intense as they're accustomed to, then they want to add to it, you know, and then adding a whole, you know, array of, you know, trickle down negative effects, but exactly it's light on the line is a result. It's a result of, of, of your timing with the boat. Um, and, and, but, but it's, it, it is your goal, right? I mean, very few people, even, even the toughest, grittiest, nastiest skiers, you know, their best passes will they ever say, holy crap, that was hard. You know, maybe the exciting <laughs> ones were hard perhaps, but you know, you know, they, they link together that, you know, look at, you look at like Cole McCormick the other weekend at Malibu open, you know, I mean, th- like there's like a gritty skier, but he ran a few 39s where you're like, oh, that looked like 34 miles an hour. So, I mean, I, regardless of your, you know, your approach, it's, it's, those easy passes where you're like, gosh, I was hardly trying. That's, that's timing. That's, that's, that's timing and, and, and speed, you know, and, and that's, that's your goal. This whole thing comes down to, you know, solemn is easiest when you're not chasing the boat you know? exactly. and that, and unfortunately slash fortunately depends how you want to look at it. It goes back to your gate. I'm sorry, but it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going faster, in general, you're going to have less load on the line. Um, mm-hmm. if you, if your speed is more constant, I'm not talking about like, what was your max speed right behind the boat? I mean, but if you can hold a more constant speed, yes. then you're not playing this, this, uh, speed up, slow down game, right? Like, I think that's, that's, it's not that you're not going to speed up and slow down, but I think it's the range in which that's happening and where that's happening. That is really, really important. Yes. Um, so I think, I think that's something really big to, to, to understand. And that's why, I mean, I love it that you're beating yourself up about always talking about the gates and, and, uh, I, I honestly, I, I find it almost hilarious that I got it. I got it spit back at me. Like, well, Will, Will Asher doesn't care about gates. And I was like, well, I, I bet that he does work on them. He just like, he's not putting a high priority on what happens there or, or what it is. But like, the point is for me, like if you start on a great line, it's a lot easier to stay on that great line. And then that's the same thing you're saying. A couple of things that I, that came up while you were talking that I just wanted to throw out there so that we make sure we talk about is I kind of yeah. do want you to walk me through when you are doing nothing you know, what are you actually doing? Because you're, it's not that you're just standing there limp, not really holding the handle and that. So I want to get back to that. Um, but number two, what I really think, uh, uh, and and so don't forget that we're going to come back to that. But number two, I think, you know, I think when people set load out of a, out of the gate turn in, or if you want to easier, easier to probably see is, is in the course, right? When you come out of buoy one and you are going to buoy two, there's a lot of people that, 
just think all I want to do is get as early as I possibly can to buoy two or whatever buoy is coming up. And I'm going to do whatever physical move that I can do to pull this boat backwards so that I can get over there earlier. And so I'm going to physically have a tug of war against this boat. And I'm going to try to pull this boat in a direction that it's trying to go the opposite direction of. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to play that game. And what, and I think, so what ends up happening is you, you, you play a losing game and you load that line so heavily that that, Something has to give. And, and if you watch water skiers, it's almost always break at the waist, give away that load. Yeah. And then you just lose all of that energy that you, you just, you just built up. You just took away from yourself. So I think the name of the game is to come out of that buoy, get the angle that is, you know, that, that you can build into the center line and that not that you don't lose form and that you don't get pulled to the inside mm-hmm. right like that it's so yep. take take what you can control take what you can yes. handle yes that's i think that might be a little bit more of where you're going when you're saying i'm light on the line and i'm and i'm that kind of stuff but like i really do think that there is an ideal zone in there and i think we just get in our head that the earlier I can get, the better I can get. The the more angle I can take, the more speed I can get. There is actually a really fine line in there of just trying to be just enough. Like if you if yeah. you gas a car too hard into the turn, you're it doesn't matter how great at turning you are, you're gonna blow the car out. Right. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta set yourself up. Same thing, you know, we wanna build this this pressure and energy into the wake, right? But we don't wanna then immediately give it all back to the boat and just straight line at the buoy. We want to take that energy and we want to be propelled up, propelled up towards the buoy with that speed, with that forward pull, with that, you know, ability to get over the front of our ski and arc that curve back in, you know, like, I mean, you just got to be on that line. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. So what, what am I, you know, so then what, yeah. So, so whilst doing nothing, (laughs) what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For me, it's, 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 so when I get on that line, you know, when I set that line up and again, just, just a quick aside on the gate, like it's not, I, I'm not even, I'm never advocating for a perfect gate because I don't even think that's what it is. It's just, you know, all, all your gate is, is the way you set your gate up. It determines how big your window of opportunity, opportunity is to create angle and alignment or connection or whatever, like to get back into position. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, it's equal parts height on the boat and, and water speed, probably maybe not equal parts. I think water speed might be a little bit more important, but, but, but again, anyway, it's not a perfect gate. It's just, but you know, that determines your potential, your potential to, to find that position and the angle you want before there's load. So if, if I, if I've set up enough speed and space on my setup that I can just roll through on that turn in like one constant turn, not a skid stop, not, not trying to force angle, but just one, one fast sweep back through. If I can get back into position preload, then, then what, what I'm doing is just, I just continue my, my momentum going in the same direction. I want, I want my weight to keep shifting, sliding towards the tip of the ski. And that's, that's not possible to do if the load hits you before you're in that perfect connection or stack or whatever, in that perfect hips handle straight line position. Um, so if, if the boat starts engaging me or the rope starts, you know, loading before I'm perfectly there, then there's going to be some 
some away from the boat component because I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to force, you know, on that gate turn in, I'm going to have to force that left hip behind the handle somehow if I don't get there before the boat starts engaging me or before the rope starts loading. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, for me, that's when I'm heavy on the rope, you know, and that's, that's, it's not right or wrong. It's just, to me, it's just varying degrees of what I'm looking for. If I can, if I have enough glide speed on the turn in that I roll in max angle as the load's coming and there's no interruption, I, I don't have to stop my momentum. I don't have to do anything to, to, to compensate for the load. Then I can keep my momentum going on, on my path. And that's going to give me, you know, give my ski acceleration in relation to my body. And that's, what's going to give me that nice, you know, smooth early edge change where again, you know, conversely, if the boat grabs me just a few degrees out of alignment, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to move back. I'm going to have to, you know, throw my shoulders back a little bit, if you will, or, or rock my hips up. And, and that's great. I'm, I'm going to block the load. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to still get into position, but it's going to happen a little bit later. It's going to happen with a little more pressure on the rope. And while I'm assuming that, 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 that position or whether, while, while I'm getting my hips up to the handle, forcing them up to the handle, my forward momentum is going to stall, you mm. know? So just, just a few factors that are going to make me pull a little bit long, give me a little bit more inside tip or inside lean as I come through the edge change. And, and then the, the, the crapper of it is, is that that's going to, that's going to limit how high I, I am on the boat when I get to one ball one and two, how fast I'm going. Cause I'm going to have to slow down a little bit cause I'm going to be running a straighter line at it. So, so what I tried to avoid happening on my gate, which I could have controlled now is going to happen at one ball, which I no longer can control. And so I'm going to be on, it's a little bit of a vicious cycle, you know, and then it's going to go to two, the same thing's going to happen gonna go at to three. one. Exactly. And then it's going to go exactly. to four and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, I don't want to ski like this, but this is the, this is the rhythm that this I This is the line up. Yes, right. this is my line. Here it is. And it is what it is. And it's not, that's why, that's why I don't mind talking, you know, just, you know, to the ends about gates, because I'm not even advocating for right or wrong. It's just, just, Hey, like just there, create your opportunity, create, create your potential line and then, then run it. And that's just like, Oh man, I can go down this dark hole, but that, that's like, that's when slalom gets easy is it, it was when you recognize your space, you recognize where you are in the boat, you recognize your line. And it's like, there you go. You know, yeah. now operate, now operate your turns inside those lines. The worse the line is, the more, bam, skid stop, you know, push the tail. These turns are going to have to be, but it still is what it is. It, you know, it's, it's, that's the line you set on your gate, you know, or there was, you know, a mistake somewhere mid course, but now, now this is the line you're on and, and you're, that's, you know, there's just some, some, there's some amazing skiers right now that when I watch them, I'm, I'm just like, the, this guy knows exactly where he is because he only, he only makes that move when he knows he has to, you know, that move being whatever slam turn or, you know, or, or whatever that move, you know, whatever that compensatory move was. But like, that, that's why like some of these guys, some of these guys run 39 now and like, and it's, and it doesn't look like they're even trying. And, and I, and I just feel it's that they just, you know, whether it's by design or, or whether it's just, that's, you know, it, it's, it's a skill they've honed. They know, they recognize the line they're on and they ski, you know, within those parameters. Uh, 100%. And, and it, it's getting, I, I just have to say, I, if I were, if I were guessing, I'd say it's, it's getting lighter and lighter every year that people are able to run shorter ropes with less, uh, with less load. Um, 
Yeah. You know, and, and it's just efficiency, right? Like, so it's a, it's a direct yeah. result, but you do yeah. need to, you need to under, like, like in my book uh, and, and, you know, who am I to talk, but I'm just one guy, but in my book, I do not always feel light when I am liked. I feel yes. this yes. sense of power. Um, and I think what that power really is, the, the, the breakdown of that is that I'm actually in a better position of strength to work yeah. with the boat than I am on other passes where I'm heavy and trying to fight into that position. I think that's that, that part where you, you really brought it up. Like if you're heavily confident, number one, confidence is huge, right? Like, you know, when you're, when you're move, when you're fighting all the time and you're just, you're just trying to get to the buoy and you're just trying to make that turn, you know, it's really hard to then tell yourself, Oh, I'm going to be lighter. I'm going to be this or, you know, that it like you are where you are. You nailed it earlier. Like there's, you're not always on that great line. You're going to be heavy sometimes. Um, the idea is how quickly can we acknowledge where we're at? How quickly can we acknowledge where we need to be? And how much effort are you going to put into getting from point A to point B to, to, to accept that? Like some people are going to come into buoy one, hate where they are, hammer it, stay super tight, try to pull the boat backwards into, into going into two, separate, keep the, and then that process just keeps going and going and going where when you, I feel like when I was, when you were talking about like a Cole McCormick or a, you know, whoever, like right now, you know, when you come off that turn and you're not perfect. And you, 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 you can either fight to get to a position or you can understand where you are and move to get to that position. Mm -hmm. and, and I think fighting through stuff is a, is, a, is a deadly habit that we start typically uh, when we actually start learning the course for the first time. I mean, the first uh, running the course for the first time is harder than running 41 off. That's just, that's, 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 I mean, I, I believe that a hundred percent. So when I started running the course, yeah. I can remember how impossible it felt. Like at first it's like turn one, go to two. I got outside of two. Sweet. Look over and you're already past three ball. And you're like, N wait, I got to figure out how to, you know? And so what do you do? I mean, you're not going to have great yeah. form because you don't, you don't have that technique. And then that builds all the way through, unless you're fortunate enough to live in a place where, you know, a guy like Trent, you know, can come to your lake and, and, and you're, you're, you're in a, in a nice position where you can pay for the coaching and you can do that. So, I mean, that's why that's, I mean, for me, this is why, this is why we do what we do right here. You know, we want to reach more people and give more people that inside scoop that we're able to, we know about, and yeah. that, that, you know, that we know how much more fun skiing can be. And really the, the super important thing in all of this is to find something that works and hopefully, you know, uh, Trent and I here at Spraymakers, we're able to, to do this for you. But like, really, you got to find stuff that works and then start understanding why, why is this my weakest point and how do I, how do I evolve this so that, I'm, so that I'm not in this crazy backwards battle of just grinding this thing out no matter what. And there is something fun to that. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, some of my more memorable. Oh, yeah memorable passes were hammer town like you know wheelie one look at two it's beside <laughs> me how the heck am i even gonna get around that buoy let alone more and you know and you do that because i will say one thing when you run a great pass you don't remember crap and i'm serious like you get to the end you go they're like oh no you you're right what yes you do? what did you do to do that and you go uh, i don't 
I don't know. I I'm here. I was I was pulling out for the gates, and and, and now I'm here. Kind of nothing. <laughs> it, it's crazy. So it wasn't, you know, I mean, so, so anyway, I mean, I don't know. I got on a, I, I love tangents. So I got on a tangent there, but I, I really do think there's a couple of things. <laughs> Number one, really importantly, before we get back into the topics is though, is that there, there is so much information out there that I've, I've always really tried to recommend that people find a path that works for them and stay on that path and not get confused by adding in you know, X, Y, and Z's thoughts and, and, and A, B, and C over here. And you need to load by here. No, you need to load by there. And, oh, you should turn like this and center of mass and just find your, find, find what resonates with you and go down that path. Anyway, tangent done back to this, you know, so, so what are the, what is it, (laughs) what is it that we can, that we can do? So, so ultimately light on the line is, uh, direction of travel, form uh, through the body, and overall water speed. Is that is that a really easy way yes. to sum that up? Or? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think so too. Yeah, because and I have like it just reminds me. I you know I have this friend back back in San Marcos that I coach you know once a week and 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 she just says I just want and like, she says I just want it to feel right. Like she's I have run those passes once in a while and they're great. And I know it looks great. And she's like, not, you know, and she's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be the coolest looking skier at the lake, but she said, I, it feels right. It looks right. And that's what I want. She's like, I don't care what speed I'm going. I, I just, I want that feeling. And that's what that feeling is. It's that perfect, harmonious relationship rhythm with the boat. So, you know, so for her or for anyone that just, you know, just wants to understand why, like why sometimes I run 38 off and it, I'm not even trying it. And other times it's just like a battle and that's, that's what it is. So it starts with one relationship with the boat, right? So meaning that you, that you set your gates up in a manner that you're able to, to, to initiate the turn in as when you're going only slightly slower than the boat. You know, so if you're a 34 miles an hour skier, you don't want to be rolling in when you're going 31 miles an hour. The, that's the boat's going to, the boat's going to have you before you have your alignment set, before you have your angle set and you're going to have to fight into the wakes. Um, you, you want your momentum going towards your direction of travel. You don't want it as much as, as much as there is a lean component, you don't want to be throwing your body or forcing your body, pushing your body away from the pylon. Um, you want to be able to, to me, like you had said, you, you, um, I can't remember what word you use, but for me, like as much as it is light, it's, it's just balance. I'm looking for, you know, balance behind the balance behind the load. And, and if I can find that balance preload, that's when it's easy. I had this, you know, it was, uh, I guess it was yesterday at Scott Greenwood's place. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the lines that makes 41 easy again. And, and I just, I, I just have this, have this realization, you know, where, where I'm like, I'm not finding that balance till I'm at the first wake, you know, and at, you know, at, at any line length, but especially at short line, that's, that's too late. You know, I need that perfect balance. The moment the load starts to build, which is, you know, just a few feet before the whitewash. So currently I'm, I'm running lines that I'm not able to find that until I'm, until I'm at the wakes. And that's just, that's just too darn late. So then I'm like, so I'm being reflective. Okay. Like, is that, is that because I'm not trusting my space 
to let the turn come all the way through and let the boat pick me up into balance? Or is it the opposite that I don't have the space and the boat's racing on me and grabbing me too early? So the boat getting away from you is what's going to make you feel heavy. So if you're going to, if you want to feel like a nice balanced light line, step one, make sure you're initiating your turn in at or very near the same speed as the boat. And if that's going to, you know, if, if you're going to be able to, if you're going to be able to do that, you're going to have to make sure that in your gate glide, the rope is tight, not saggy. Mm-hmm. Um, then two, now that you've, you're on a line that you know you can get into position before the boat starts loading you, make sure that you commit to not dropping away or dropping your hips or trying to get into a tug of war, but make sure you commit to just simply having perfect posture you know, posture being just the simplest term for stack alignment, blah, 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 having perfect posture. So, so then whatever load you do have, it's going to be more balanced through your body and you're not going to be compelled to fight it. I I think those two things alone are going to help you feel lighter, faster, more balanced and find that, that sensation that every Psalm skier is looking for, whether it's, you know, whether it's at 41 off or, 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 26 miles an hour it's recognizable as a coach when i sit in the boat i watch any you know i watch someone run a 30 mile an hour 15 off and if they're running that line it just it like stirs me like i i you know i watch people run these balanced perfect lines through the course and it makes me want to ski whether they're at short line or not oh that's Um, so true what else so true what else is gonna you know, I think, right. It's recognizable. Like, and, and you'll stop at the end of the lake and I'm like, you know, that was right. It's so identifiable. This isn't like, Hey, your shoulders were level at the finish of the turn. Wow. That had to have felt awesome. That's like, no, this is big. This is the whole picture. I know you enjoyed that pass. I, yep. I love it. It's so cool. It's so cool. You know, uh, that's why I always said, um, some of my favorite, some of my favorite students ever were free skiers that never had the opportunity to ski the course. And then they're like, but I'm, but I'm all in and I'm coming mm-hmm. for a week or two and you get them out there and they get all, they get all, uh, messed up with the buoys, you know, at first and, and lose all ability to ski. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh wait, I can free ski through the course. And that's what, you know, and then you start seeing that wonderful line where you're just like, yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. So I love that. I think one of the things that I think is super crucial in this whole game is that you got to understand it. And we've said this before, set yourself up as good as you can. Like you just broke down with the gates and all that and speed. And you got to that, that's it's like it just makes the game so much easier. So don't that that's a super focus. But also recognize you're very rarely going to be on that perfect line. I mean, you just described it like you're, I mean, you're one of the best skiers in the world and you're not on that line. Right. So, you know, um, so I think the, the next thing to remember is when you get on a, on a line, that's not perfect. Okay. You're going to come into the buoy. You're probably going to have to deal with some rope management. You're probably going to have to deal with some loss of direction out to the buoy. So when you get to where you want to finish the turn, you're going to probably have some slack. I mean, this is very common. It's not great. I don't want slack. I want a tight rope. When I get to apex, I want that handle tight and I want to just be able to smash that turn and, and be on command. But I mean, the reality is that doesn't always happen. And so when we do make that turn, when we do get back to the line, you're going to probably do some rotation of your upper body, you know, rotating in towards the boat. You're, if you're turning one ball, your left shoulder is going to rotate back. Your right shoulder is going to rotate in to grab that handle, right? What you're doing there when you do mm-hmm. that move is you're trying to find where the rope's going to come tight because that at least gives you security. 
that's the reason why we're rotating in so hard to that rope, right? So now, what are we going to do with that? That is super crucial because I think what a lot of people do is they rotate to get to that, to find where that tightness is and they grab the handle. And now what they're going to try to do is keep that rotation all the way into the wake. And they're going to just fight the boat with that, that, that back arm or whatever arm that is, uh, your left shoulder coming out of buoy one or, or that turn, you know, they're going to try to fight to keep that shoulder tucked away. And I think that right there spikes the load so high that by the time you get to the wakes, something's going to give. It's your lower back. It's your upper back. You know, it's your positioning. It's all of it. You just get ripped to the inside. There's just no way to be strong. So I think the really one of the really key things is to understand you're going to rotate out of the buoy. I saw a picture of uh, Freddie Winter from overhead where he was talking about his bread and butter 2-4 turn. And he hammers this turn. But he, he completely over-rotates that turn by like, you know, 30%, you know. And, and if he tried to keep going with that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what, that's what a lot of people are doing where they make that hard turn because it's their go-to move. And then they try to hold that turn. And if you watch that video of Freddie Winter from overhead, what you're going to see is a guy who completely over-rotates it to make sure he gets his body through and then immediately gives that shoulder back to the boat, mm-hmm. finds that stack and just resets and goes. So I think, I guess the, the summation of where I was there is that you might do some rotational components out of the turn um, just to figure out how to get through that, the mistakes that you've made, but make sure that you get back to that um, more, more open to the boat or just that stacked position. So give it back, you know, get back to that, just that position. I think that's also some of what you say, like when you're talking about that, you're doing nothing, you know, that you're not actually doing this yeah. rotation plus adding that component of trying to fight to stay in that position. It doesn't need it. Just find where the rope's tight, get to your stack position and get back to where you can maintain and build all of that into the wake versus, you know, this rotation component fighting all the way to the wake and then not being able to handle it. And you'll know, cause I mean, if you're getting yeah. ripped out at the second wake, you're, you're, you're doing, you're not in the right zone. You're not going to be able to, you're, you're fighting really hard to give it all back. And that, that just, that drives me nuts. I hate it when I do it and I yeah. do it too. I mean, I do it. I, mean, I don't know if you <laughs> do, do it, but I definitely do it. So I do. Of course I do. God, <laughs> it's so exactly that. It's just, just, even if you're not, you know, a big proponent of, you know, I want to be light on the line. You, you do want balance, you know? Um, so, you know, find that position, you know, find it as early as you can. And then, then just trust that what you have is enough. You know, there, there's in less, you are misaligned or, or, or unless your stack is breaking, there's no point in doing extra work at the first wake. It's just, it's not, by then it's too late. If you don't have that position, you just need to, you know, just trust that this, this line I'm on is as good as it's going to get at this point. Just hold what you have. 